I have taken a break from drinking codeine out of the bottle. Proud of you. I listened to the last episode. I gotta say, I felt like maybe I was a little hard on you. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> on my drug problem or my drinking problem? Drinking your drugs. I have a question for you guys, except for Kyle. Except for Kyle. <laughs> oh, who has a kitty? Welcome to week 31 of Deaf Dialogue. My name is Davi, joined as always by Frankenstein's monster, West VA, and the man with the world's softest hands, Quiet K. This week we are joined again by our Brazilian badass, Big Nas, up in the building. But wait, there's more. This week's guest is not only a good friend of ours, she is also a very independent, caring, Whoop that ass, Southern Mama. Everybody, please welcome to the show, Mrs. Brittany Benton. Welcome, Brittany. We thought this week we could put down our guards and open up a little bit to our listeners. I think everyone can agree that parenting is one of the most difficult, but yet one of the most rewarding jobs any human can accomplish which is why we thought it would be appropriate to bring on our friend Brittany as she is a parent of her own two kids. Brittany, would you mind telling us about your two daughters a little bit? Not at all. I have two monsters. Um, They're the best in the world. One is getting ready to be nine in a matter of days, and the other is 12. So seventh grade and third grade it's it's been fun the hormones are starting to come in and I don't know if I'm ready for that chapter yet but I guess I'm just going to dive in to the deep end and hope I can tread water for a while (laughs) yeah it's it's fun did they already start school this year yes they've been back in school since um they lifted the virtual they went back um second half of last year oh wow so jocelyn but their names are jocelyn and aubrey they were um they they loved it they loved being able to see their friends they followed all the rules and i felt like their grades went back up their attitudes adjusted so for me from this perspective i think it was a good thing that they got off virtual went back to school so they needed that social interaction what are some experiences that you wish you would have been warned about before becoming a parent? Hormones. <laughs> lately, it's, lately it's uh, been the, the pre-hormonal stage. She's, she's doing great. I mean, she's, she's rolling with the punches. You know, it's, things are new to her. You know, boys don't look so yucky anymore, which is, I don't really know if I like it, but, you know, I'm just dealing with it. Um, the sassiness of being, I've made carbon copies. Yeah. Dave knows me. I sometimes don't have a filter. And now I have little fer- little parrots that don't have filters. And they will definitely yeah. tell you how they feel. <laughs> so, it's, it's stuff like that. It's That is not in the what to expect when you're expecting book. It's not. And it should be in the very fine print on the back. My daughter is only two and uh, definitely sassing incredibly already. It's quite fun. She yeah. takes after her father. Oh, okay. Sassy cow. <laughs> I, I would Sassy totally agree. Cow. I would say in terms of like daughters, yeah, it was that like 11, 12 when you started to see the shift. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, at first I'm like, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? Uh, but it's just something that, that you go through. And like, I didn't, Dave and I didn't, we're brothers. We didn't grow up with sisters. I didn't, I think Dave, you had two half sisters, but I have a, I have a sister. Oh, you have a sister. Um, but I, I did not, and I didn't know what to expect. And just seeing the relationships change between, you know, mother Mm -hmm. and daughter, that's been uh, interesting to watch and I can't really do anything about it. So <laughs> just kind of sit back and yeah. take it. Sit back and throw yeah. chocolate. Yeah. 
Just throw chocolate. It's fine. That's the one thing in our house. We have endless hot chocolate. Oh, that's smart. The thing. Yeah. That actually reminds we, me I need to buy more. We do green tea. Down. Yeah, same thing. Nice. Hey, Brittany, I have a question for you. Shoot. Have you had to... Um, with the girls, as far as the girls go, deal with any bullying at school? And how um, have you handled that? Jocelyn had some issues when she was younger, um, mainly because she liked certain Disney characters that I guess some other people didn't. Other than that, um, Jocelyn and Aubrey really haven't had much to deal with interactions of bullying. Jocelyn has stepped in and helped someone who was getting bullied. And when she's come up to me and she's told me about it, I just tell her, as long as you stand your ground and you're not abusive verbally, I think you should be fine. But primarily make sure you tell an adult because they're the ones who really need to make sure that it doesn't happen anymore. But she pretty much stands her ground and she'll help out others. So it's a pretty good, powerful trait for her. Hopefully Aubrey doesn't come up with any bullying issues because I'm sure Aubrey would just handle it. Not telling adult, so she's my little, she's my little Vito Corleone, Aubrey. So <laughs> I just wanted to ask because I'm your workplace bully, and I wanted to know oh. if our relationship has helped you and the children. Oh no, we just lay it down. It's fine. <laughs> Violence is the answer. Make sure you tell an adult, then they feel like. That's either weakness or uh, I'm going to get picked on even more or that one's, that one's yeah. tough. That's obviously the right thing to do, but. Yeah, Wes, have your kids have to deal with any of that? Because that's like. Yeah. Worry about that a ton. I mean, I know I have a few years before Luna gets to school, but. Um, yeah, you just don't, I don't know. don't know how to deal with that. Yeah, we, I mean, we bounced around a lot with the military and then we finally moved here. My oldest was fifth, sixth grade, something like that. And uh, he definitely, because he's like the sweetest kid and he's nice and he is really smart. So easy target. Um, and I think he just learned to shake it off. And then, you know, mm -hmm. his little brother would speak up. Same kind of thing, but. Yeah, he tried to tell an adult, and then a kid told him, snitches get stitches, and I was like, oh, Jesus. You're not supposed to know that line. <laughs> yeah, like, Lord. fifth grade. Did he have, like, a comb, and was he combing his, like, slick hair in his leather jacket? He's like, snitches get stitches. Something yeah, and, like, like at lunch, he would he would just hit the jukebox, and it would start playing a song. Like it all. I mean, Do you guys remember that jukebox? In, the jukebox in what? In Greece? No, in, in our middle school, we had a jukebox. Shut up. That's at, awesome. At lunch. Was it still there when you went there, Dave and Kyle? No? I don't know. Uh, was it in the gym? No, it was in the in the cafeteria. Or the, and we had no, slushy no, no. machines. Yeah, were the stages? No, it was on the side wall i guess they took it away yeah i don't remember that at all too cool i want a jukebox in so. my school that's yeah. cool it's awesome oh but then you walked it, it you wasn't had to walk like up a nice everyone cafeteria yeah no. i don't know all Read i remember outside. about a middle school lunch is getting bullied by dave and all my friends so that's cool i like how you say bully and friends in the same oh, man. That was my friendships in middle school. Luckily, by high school, I stopped getting bullied by them. Kyle, he had he would have like sandwiches, like jelly peanut butter jelly sandwiches on like top level, top tier bread, and he had like the good ice pack, so like the sandwich would stay nice and cool. And I was I would always be like, "Why is your sandwich wet?" And he's like, "It's not wet. It's just cold." And He'd he'd always make me feel. Oh. You know, he 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 would always humble me. I think that's what helped build our relationship. Abuse. Cold toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Nice. 
Oh man, I could go for that. The best white <laughs> bread that there is. I don't think I really got like bullied. I just uh, didn't pick up on like social norms of the normal American child and was definitely like the weird kid. How was it coming over? Because like I have friends who, you know, English is not their first language. They came over, didn't really speak the language. Like, how was that for you? Um, luckily, I came here really young and I picked up the language pretty quickly. But like my kindergarten, I didn't speak any English and... I am um, the school apparently didn't know, so they thought <laughs> like that deaf or I was deaf or really? something. Um, they thought, or, or like I had major behavioral issues because we would be learning and the kids would be sitting down. And I would look around and be like, oh my God, these kids are fucking stupid. Why aren't we playing? And I would just get up in the middle of class and go play by myself. And uh, the teacher had my parents come in and she was like, um, Caroline is so charming. She's so charming. I tell her to do things and she just smiles at me. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> they were like, well, yeah, she doesn't speak English. And then after that, I got put in ESL class. But um, I didn't know, like, I was very amorous. I remember trying to, like, kiss my my little friend on the cheek because Brazilians do that. And she, like, gave me the Heisman and I still made myself plant one on her to show her we were friends and then just that just made me like weirder um and like getting locked in the bathroom because you know we weren't supposed to lock the door walking in on kids because i was supposed to ask if anybody was in there just little things like that my first year was a real adjustment i bet that's crazy dave you know aubrey aubrey doesn't does not you know keep her mouth shut You've heard Aubrey speak. Yeah, I would go. Um, I don't know who's more threatening. Uh, they're both pretty intimidating. I have this fear of little kids. Thank though. you. <laughs> Sometimes they're like. He does. Uh, and and kids pick, pick kids pick up on that. Like Wes's youngest. Hates me. Right. I'm second talking youngest. like, well, second youngest, sorry. She won't let me hold her. She stares at me and like looks me up and down as if I'm like some horrible person that she doesn't want around her family. She's like, how the far off is dog she? Dog guarding the house. <laughs> She's not that far off, but like, at least, like, lie to me. Talk behind my mm-hmm. back, you know. But while I'm there, Oh, we do that, too. No. No fucking Yeah, we're teaching her. Dude. Uncle Dave bad. You're Uncle David. <laughs> the girls love you. Uncle Dave bad. Wes, how old are your kids? Because you look really young. Um, I have an 18-year-old, 16, 14. And one's about to turn two. And one's about to turn one. How old are you? 37. Old as Oh, so you dirt. started young. Yeah. Yeah, right out Ooh. of high school. Yeah. He had things to do. Yeah. He was busy. Just a little. Or, he was busy. I don't know. Um, irresponsible. I think that's a word that gets thrown around. <laughs> <laughs> Reckless. Yeah. No judgment here. But thank God for my wife because she made me grow up and do the right thing and be a man. And if she would not have, I'd be doing this. It'd be like from one of the prison phones, and I'd have the one eight hundred dial in. So please enter in ten more cents for another twenty minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Cheers, You've gotten Jay those White. calls. That's good. Yeah. 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 Well, you expect this collect call from You'd, no. You have to call in <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Please accept this call from whatever penitentiary. How cool would that be? That, all right. Welcome let's to Death Dialogue. It. We're pretty limited on you time right now. You should do one. You should find somebody. <laughs> we should either find someone or if any of us get locked up, <gasps> mandatory have to do it. Dude, that's but a yeah, good let's... idea, man. No, that's a good idea. We should everyone, find a. Someone write that down. 
You guys get an incarcerated. Yeah, oh you, my gosh, you, you now have the workable pin. Oh, yeah, you gotta write awesome. that down. There's services Top for that. You can totally Rogan, get an inmate. Bitch. <laughs> I think I think Wes just needs to get incarcerated so he can have the full experience. <laughs> well, <laughs> next thing you know, he's like best friends with the warden. He's oh, running I'm, the yeah. prison. I'm definitely making money. <laughs> yeah. I got to do something crazy. He has though, like 13 wives. <laughs> I'm not very strong and you can't really run. Have has anyone in this group been to jail? Has anyone been arrested? I feel Me. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Hold on, um, let me guess. Is it the Disney story? Don't tell anybody at work. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> it's not the Disney story. Um, I got I got in trouble for my drinking one. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what? I got off on a lesser charge, and um, you can't find it. So it's almost like it didn't happen. Okay. Very nice. I, I did have to take a court-ordered drug and alcohol class. And did you have I to retake it? I did not have to retake it. it. I did really good. I made some <laughs> friends, and the teacher loved me. Good. Um, actually, it, it, I, I actually really liked the class. Very eye-opening. Changed my mindset on drinking. Did they like teach you how to mix the drinks differently? (laughs) Yeah. It pretty much just made me like not want to go out and just drink at home. There you go. So what a bummer. But that could just be old age too. So that's responsible though. I was a lot younger when this happened. I was in my twenties and stupid. So I think we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. When, when Kyle and all my like best friends were at college, I was uh, I was like, you know what? I think I just should go to jail. <laughs> I was like, what can I do in this little town? Because I was like so depressed and lost. I was like, I think I can just go to jail. And Davis Bailey was like, hey, no. Don't, and then don't I didn't, do that. And and like he he took me under his wing and then like I became best friends with him. That's awesome. And that's how that happened. So we have Davis and uh, L'Oreal to thank. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. We we all have our mentors. It's important. That's right. I will say that's this. Right. I won't say the business, but when during my time of incarceration, that that scary you know twelve hours or something. I was sharing a cell with like twenty something girls, and the, one the of them was. Thing? Well, it was it was like a big it was, it was like a holding cell, but I was there with a girlfriend of a prominent business owner in the area. I won't oh. say the name of the business, but I will after the podcast. Or if you guys bleeped it out, I would totally tell you. But anyways, she was in there for domestic violence for hitting him. Oh, wow. justice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Amazon. Is she still in there? Because we could interview her. No, no. He's got like lots of money. Um, she was she was like incredibly young though, like 23. And he's like in his like 50s. Walmart. <laughs> Darius Rucker. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> is that a clue? That is not a clue. Okay. I'm a oh, pretty okay. good guesser if you guys didn't know. But some people like a little bit of toast with their eggs in the morning, and that is a clue. Dang it. <laughs> You'll, you'll tell us afterwards, yeah? Oh my gosh, I'll totally tell you guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of being incarcerated, are boys more difficult to raise than girls? Not for me. My nephew's fun. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty cool. I like him. In my experience, uh, nannying, boys are a lot easier 
than girls, but um, more likely to get arrested, I guess. So, <laughs> statistically speaking. Okay, I would. I mean, for me personally, no. Is it, but I was gone a lot too. <laughs> or yeah, I mean, I I probably yeah. would say it'd be equal. They both have their yeah. time frame. Now, I think it's when, when it, for boys it comes later, for girls it comes earlier. You're like, shit. For those don't that know do don't know Wes's kids, they become adults at like four years old. Like they I'd run say, their own businesses. I'd say ten. They have ten. employees. They 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 are insane. They're ridiculous. I don't think they count in this conversation. I was gonna say that, but I thought that would be, yeah, there you are. They, they, they actually are take some care of aw- They yeah. are some awesome kids. Um, it's and I don't know if it's because we moved around a lot, or if Jackie pretty much raised them because I was deployed all the time, or I don't know. I don't know, but uh, like the most responsible. Um, that I think as they got older, actually, like now in their teens, like we've backed off a lot, and like you, this is your life. You know, what I mean, you make your choices. Here are the stakes. Uh, we're helped to guide you. So they've kind of pulled back a little bit too, but yeah, they're going to be just fine. Oh God, you've made good, you've raised good humans. Look at you. Yeah. You just have to work hard and be nice. It's a never ending job. <laughs> yeah. I think that's right. The constant tweaking of everything. I'm still doing the, I'm still like teaching myself to be a better person like it doesn't it's an internal thing too like yeah. mm-hmm. well first step yeah. they say the first step to making sure that your children will be successful is if you feel yourself is successful it's all about self self-care and self-worth because if you're happy then people around you will be happy especially if you're raising children and that's something that yeah, you learn too when you have kids they're like yeah if they're, the baby's crying checking to see if maybe they're feeding off your emotions and you're like well i'm high strong and exhausted so apparently the child is too so right. what are you supposed to do <laughs> listen Brittany, I, I, I didn't want to say that but i was thinking it. yes seriously you know i actually and not too long ago just did that a couple weeks ago with my eldest i was exhausted from a whole day of work and then you know making sure homework was done correctly and submitted correctly because you know we don't have school books anymore we have chromebooks yeah. And I really just want a science book so I know what she's looking at and doing. And she was submitted it and ended up not being completed when she actually hit submit and save. And so there were some answers that were missing. And it made me so frustrated that immediately I noticed her attitude change because she's like, oh, mommy's frustrated. So it's okay to be frustrated. And I'm like, whoa, hang on. Uh, yeah. Let's it's step back. It's instantaneous. It's just a computer. It's just a homework assignment. It will get done correctly and submitted. So she's like, oh, okay. Well, do I have to redo it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then she had to save it. it. Like literally when you looked on her application to review her work from a parent's point of view or a teacher's point of view, you get to see her actual piece of paper that she put all her answers on because it's all digital. It's actually really cool. And you could see how many submissions she had to do to make sure all of her answers were finally showing. And then even even after she did her fifth submission, we still noticed that one of her answers didn't save. Uh, and she's like, I'm done. Yeah. That's <laughs> she it. closed that Chromebook and she put it in her book bag and she was done. It's like noted. It's yeah. fine. Go have some ice cream. Yeah. Please go eat some ice cream. It's fine. We'll eat dinner in like half an hour. Go eat some ice cream. Yeah. It's, that is definitely, I guess, like another thing you could say that they don't prepare you for is regardless if your child does virtual, private, or public school, you're always going to be a teacher at some point. And I'm like, I did this once. I don't need to do it again. Yeah. You know? The only time I've used high school math is to teach my high schoolers math. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was like, shit, I got to remember how to do this again. Yeah, she thought it was really funny. She's like, she opened it up the other day and she was doing math for this time. And she goes, Mom, what's an integer? I was like, an integer? Don't you feel smart, oh, though? Oh, my God. And I tried really hard not to laugh at her because it was just so adorable that she just read it off the page. What's an integer? It's an integer. 
And so we did that. And that was another fun, constantly saving and submitting time frame. But I'm like, crap, I don't remember how to do this. I'm like sitting on Google behind her going, how do I do yeah. this? <laughs> I don't know. How do you pronoun- pronounce years. integer? <laughs> yes. How do you pronounce integer? And it's probably actually broken down as integer. Probably. I, you know, because that's just how I karma know. works. I have a question for you guys, except for Kyle. Except for Kyle. <laughs> and be <laughs> honest. Be honest. If I gave you a pencil and a sheet of paper, could you still do long division? Oh, 100%. No. Yeah. Wes, you could? Yeah, math is my jam. Oh, okay, I was like, come on, be honest. Yeah. Um, I recently realized, like within the past like couple of years, that I no longer really know how to do that, you know. I want to know why I was excluded from this question. Because you seem really smart. <laughs> That's why I want to know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Kyle, oh, answer. Would you be do able you to know, know what I do, do for a living? Yes. No. I don't do math. I do like rudimentary, the <laughs> easiest bit of math. I can't do long division anymore. Okay. The fact that you use the word rudimentary already. <laughs> I know rudimentary is not like a mathematical word, but it sounds like it. It does sound know, like, like it. Yeah. Like trigonometry. Yeah, rudimentary. Exactly. exactly. Did you give me like a, a worksheet with some algebra problems? I'd rather do that than be on Facebook any day. So Kelsey took a, oh. a statistics like class a couple years ago yes. for her she's still taking college classes. And that class was a bitch. It was, I was basically just sitting there helping her do it because it was like, the teacher did nothing. It was online. Like it was basically just like doing homework, uh, the, yeah. the entire eight week class or whatever it was. And we were, sitting on the computer together doing everything we could to get her to pass this class it was awful oh my gosh and, and she doesn't even that need a statistics like, class now, like yeah she has to take it but like why does a nurse need that it's ridiculous it's a scam yeah i don't know maybe for the portioning of medication Go- I, I mean that's why they're saying that but all of that is is uh it's not statistics like it's the, they know all that by Those heart ratios, basically yeah. by now and yeah they're yeah ridiculous i want to go back to what Brittany was saying about when if a parent gets frustrated then the kid gets frustrated do you see yourself or do you yeah do you see your parents behavior in the way that you parent your kids? No, actually I learned a lot from when, when I got divorced, I actually learned a lot from the time frame of how I was in the first marriage to how I was by myself raising the girls to how I was with my new husband. And during that time frame, when I was raising them by myself, I actually did a massive amount of growing up and realizing some of the ways that I was raising them before was like how my parents raised me. Very, very scheduled, um, which I hate the word scheduling when it comes to like, oh, kids are great on a schedule. No, no, no. They're not good on a schedule. They're great on a routine. And there yeah. is a, there's a difference. It may be subtle, but it, there is a difference. Um, you know, they have to get up, brush their teeth and everything like that. That's not a schedule. That's a routine. You know, they have to go to school. They have to, you know, eat three meals a day. If they're lucky, they get two snacks in between, blah, blah, blah. That's a routine. But the way that I noticed I was doing it before versus now was that it was very, oh, it's 9.15. Crap. It's breakfast time. Oh, we're late. So now I have to do it like this. And I've gotten a lot more comfortable now, a lot more calm with making sure that if I stay on a certain level, then they stay on that same level with me. The worst days in our household now, I would say, are Sundays. 
because we're still trying to get back into the routine of going back to church. And we all like to stay up Saturday night. <laughs> it's like family movie night. We've ordered mm -hmm. pizza or mommy's cooked like a massive meal. And now we're all hyper. Um, and so Sundays have been lately our traumatic mornings where it's like, you have to get up out of bed. I need you up out of bed. We need to be out of here on this time. It's like you do that backwards calculation. Church starts at 10. I want to be there by 930, which means we need to leave here by nine, which means you need to be up and out of the house, yeah. <laughs> you know, by this certain time. And so Sundays are typically the days where I would say my frustration and how they feed off my frustration is pretty much usually only on Sundays, but we're getting better at it now that our routine is a little bit more smoother because the world is somewhat healing. So we can actually leave the house like normal people and not have to worry about packing 25,000 masks with 10,000 bottles of hand sanitizer everywhere. So, you know, three of us are vaccinated. Aubrey has to wait a little bit longer, which actually has her a little frustrated right now because she wants to hug people and she can't. Aubrey's very much a touchy person. So it can just, it just like going back to the beginning of it, as long as I figure and I stay centered, the girls pretty much do too. And I think it's, it's a really good way of making sure your household stays calm is if you stay calm mm -hmm. and Mike helps out a lot too, because he's a very calm natured person. I'm pretty much we're polar opposites. He's like down here, I'm up here. <laughs> and together we find that happy medium. I mean, you've met him. He's just like, he just goes with it. He's like, all right, I need to be where I need to be. So, okay. And it's, it's just really nice. And it is something that I have learned from my parents. They were very this now, this now, this now, this now. And now I'm just like, this is what we have planned for the weekend. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Some, sometimes Sunday is usually the only day. Sometimes I I see myself not necessarily like because we don't have kids, but like parenting our dogs, correcting their behavior. But like sometimes I see my dad the way that he just naturally is in myself, and like I pick up on it. And I don't know if anybody else, like L'Oreal knows my dad. I don't know if she notices that, but I definitely notice it. And then. Sometimes with my mom, same kind of the same way, like I notice, I feel like she would have done or said the exact same thing or in the same tone or something. And it's like, damn, I don't really feel, I feel more like them than I feel like myself, if that makes sense. Really? Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't. I think, I think the first, it's funny because like, we basically like we have three teens and we've got two under two. So this is like our second batch. Um, Holy cow. And, <laughs> and, uh, get them off to college, man. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> we, um, so it's like, we're, we're doing things very, very similar, except, you know, I'm home now, but I think our approaches are, very different. So I'm like, I wonder, wonder which one's going to be better. Um, we've got a lot of lessons learned, but at the very beginning, you know, I use, you know, I was 18, 19 when our oldest was born and I just kind of used what I knew, what I saw. And then, you know, just me doing that. That's not, that's not typically how I would normally behave. Like, I don't know if you felt this way, Dave and mom, you're probably listening and I don't mean anything, you know, by this, but like, I felt like <laughs> I behaved because there were repercussions if I didn't. And like, I didn't, I try to do it now where you should do the right thing because it's the right thing. And that's the kind of person you are. And that's slow. And that requires, you know, using I... logic and conversations. I, I really like that approach more because it's like you're not your kids aren't just doing something to do it because you're their parent and you told them to it's like character building so they're doing yeah. the right thing when like no one's actually looking bingo yeah and I don't think I did that on intentional it just we kind of just naturally drifted that way yeah 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 when I was a kid I was definitely uh, a bad kid 
Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I don't think you were bad. Yeah. I I don't think you were. Uh, I think um, you know, if our if our mom maybe after I left in right now, she would. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly what I was getting to. Is that like when you left? Um, I guess I was just going through you know a stage in my life where I just I was a spoiled bratty kid around mom, and then <laughs> if I wasn't around mom, it was different. I was. I was well behaved and I think that's why Kyle maybe your parents would say oh no he was well behaved he was polite but like man if I didn't get what I wanted I mean I was just a little brat about it and I wish I could take all that back yeah I get that I feel like I probably did that I didn't know about that my mom too I was the last of five and I was nine years separated from all four of my siblings so i was kind of pretty much an only child and yeah definitely had a little bit of that brattiness of getting if i didn't get what i wanted and but if i was at someone else's house like your house or anyone else, like it definitely was best behavior so clearly our parents taught us correctly how to behave but <laughs> we knew we could take advantage of them that was the issue that's true that's true i mean i just had to have the newest and best of everything and i'm i'm still kind of like that like i like having new and updated things not everything but like i do like some sometimes i'm attached to materials and i sometimes i wish i wasn't that way but then again like i don't wait on something to happen i just go do it or go get it instead of just like waiting mm-hmm. I don't know if like, like I have friends, for example, in the car business still who I normally take our cars too because I know them and trust them, but sometimes they're busy or they're not working that day and I'm not going to wait until the next day they're available. I'll just go get, you know, my service done at a different garage just to say that it's done. But like when I was younger, if I didn't have, I remember uh, my mom told me when we would go like shoe shopping for school, how, you know, kids grow pretty fast. They typically grow out of their shoes in a year. You go back and get new shoes. I wanted, I didn't care what they looked like. I wanted the shoes with the most Nike <laughs> checks on them. I remember if, that shit. If they would Nike sit there and count them. Shoe, yeah. If, if Nike had a shoe, with a hundred Nike checks on it, that was me. I had to have. I didn't care what they looked like. They just had to have the most checks on them. I was so ridiculous. You a label ho? Label ho? I am. So, Mama, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that you guys would count them. I was yeah. like that with clothes. <clears throat> yeah, I wish so I could funny. take mm-hmm. that version of me. Out of my I was like, life. That was close. Redo it. That's funny. I remember us both being. Yeah, that but don't way, you feel but... like it made you? No, I don't. Yeah. And now I sit over here and I look at the girls who are like, "Oh, I want this, this, this." I'm like, I can't give you the world in a day. Yep. And I'm like, "Gosh, crap!" Brittany, I have a question for you. I'm interested to yeah. hear your perspective on this. You um, mentioned that you have an ex-husband, which of course I know about, but our listeners don't. Um, as far as co-parenting during a pandemic, what is that like? That's a good question. Ooh, long pause. It must be <laughs> It's good. This yeah. is sensitive. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. In the best, most respective way possible, we're continuing <laughs> okay. the communication we always have. Very limited, and like it involves the kids mediation. So, um, it sounds like it's not easy, is what I'll say. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not. But it, like anything, honestly, as long as the girls are taken care of. I mean, I I look at it this way. I mean, he's going to be who he is. You know, he's almost. Don't want to make him mad if he's one of these listeners. Uh, I highly doubt he is, but 
He's almost 40 and he has a new wife who love our daughter. So right there, I have nothing but respect for her and him. Um, but when it comes to communication during the pandemic, it is very just what it needs to be. Okay. Honestly, you know, he does his thing. We do our thing. Just it is what it is. It, it works. Let's put it this okay. way. The girls are happy. Okay. And so right now I think we're all winning. I'll give a different perspective during the... Sorry, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Interrupting each other. Go ahead, Kyle. I was just going to say, during the pandemic, so our daughter is going to be three in January, so she was basically just over a year when all of it started. And so not only the change of... I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, of having a lot of time to myself because my wife works night shift three days a week, or she did... And so I always had that built in where I could just do whatever I wanted. So I went from losing that to, this is all so selfish, but whatever. Um, losing that to then a year after Luna's you know, born, now I'm working from home, which I don't want to not work from home. I it, it, The pros definitely weigh, outweigh the cons, but like there is very little time to self these days. And that is- No break. Yeah, it's very difficult. And especially because I'm like working and taking care of Luna a couple days a week, which I'm, you know, not a huge deal. It's, I, it's, you know, can work through it. And I prefer it that way other than her having to go be in daycare with all this nonsense going on and stuff like that, but definitely becomes tiresome. And so, yeah, balancing that is definitely difficult, but. That's what my wife's going through. Um, She stays at home now. She was working full time. So it's a big adjustment. And the with two under two, I mean, there's it does not stop and weekends are not off days. And I think she misses being around other adults and yeah. yeah. I'm I'm loving since we've been home from from the office, I'm I'm loving it because, you know picking up from the car rider line is a complete and utter hassle in itself it's a total of three hours from the moment i leave here to the moment i get back it's insane but at the same time it's like precious time because you know i get the when it's when i take them to school on the days that i take them to school or i pick them up from school on the days i pick them up from school in the morning it's i get more time with the eldest because the young one gets dropped off first. And then when I pick him up from school, it's nice that I have this freedom to work from home because in the afternoon, then I get more time with the youngest than I do in the afternoon, that solo quiet time. And I couldn't do that before when I worked in the office all the time. So I guess the pandemic has been a blessing in disguise and the girls have always loved it. And occasionally, you know, that stepdad gets them or stepmom gets them or even their, their Nana. And so it's, 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 They've actually kind of enjoyed the fact that we've all been working from home or been able to adjust our schedules during the the outcome of all the craziness, I guess. So it works. Yeah. Blessing in disguise is usually what I call them. Yeah, it definitely has. Like, I, I feel like what I just said was very negative, but there's no. so much better that came out of it of like uh, definitely seeing a lot more of Luna's life than I ever would have otherwise. So. I mean, of course, I don't want COVID to exist, but like, no. you know, got got a lot of time back that I never would have had. So It's never negative. You have to make sure you take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. So if you need that alone time, just got to make sure you have it. It's it's not it's not selfish. You have to take care of your, your Kyle first, regardless of you being husband or dad. So that's important. That took me a long time so, to figure out. It took out. me a long time to figure out, too, going, oh, I can run on full steam all the time. No, Brittany is not the Energizer Bunny. I can't. I have to have yeah. me time. So Toddlers are, though. Listen, I, I recently became a dog mom <laughs> as of Saturday, so I really appreciate this advice. It's even true for fur babies. It's yeah. even true for fur babies. It is absolutely <laughs> still true for fur babies. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Sometimes you just have to put them in the crate and let them be, let them whine. Yeah. You know, what it's funny because. Is... Go ahead, Carolyn. Um, Rachel and I both work from home, but I'm at home now full time and she still goes into the office and 
we legitimately had to have like a couple's talk because I want to start going into the office some days and we're like, okay, like what days are you going to go in and who's going to watch the babies? Yep. Cause now we have two dogs. We got, we got, we got used to somebody being home with the dogs all the time. And now we have like a puppy. We don't want to give that up, but um, there are a few benefits to going into. I mean, there are lots of benefits, but um, mostly like going up the stairs, getting some exercise and getting work done with not having all the technical issues that we have working from home. Um, so I feel like we are real parents now having to coordinate schedules. Welcome to the world. <laughs> Come and join our ride. It's fun over here. We have popcorn and snacks. <laughs> we have lollipops. That's what Jocelyn says every time she's like, Mom, don't be mad. Just be a parent. Come on. We have lollipops. Like, no, we don't. I don't have any lollipops. Oh, um, Brittany, one more last serious question for you shoot I promise <laughs> on a scale of one through ten how much do you miss me bitching at you every day oh my god I love when you chime in <laughs> when you chime in like the other was it you the other day during our group chat okay so we have this massive group chat at home or at, at technically at home or whatever work group chat um and occasionally they call me teacher because I get on people. I'm like, hey, check this, check that, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's on phones right now. Check your phone <laughs> Check status. your phone status. Check your 8 by 8 Love you guys. And occasionally really somebody will call me teacher. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It yeah, bugs me. Um, please get on phones. We need people on phones. I can be very nice to clients, but not five calls back to back without alcohol. So, and it's a little faux pas to drink at 9 a.m. So, no. <laughs> Honestly, I do miss. No it. I, I miss no it. <laughs> I miss it whenever we're in the office, and then all of a sudden, Caroline would just like peep over L'Oreal's desk and just be like, "Brittany." But then now that I've had her tone of voice stuck in my head for like over three years now, when it pops up in the chat, I can hear it. So it's like we're one. Yeah. It's fine. We're good. Brittany had a phone issue and I had to tell her, Brittany, can you check your eight by eight and get back on your phone calls, please? <laughs> and you're like, shut up, Caroline. It's a love-hate relationship. It's fine. Also, at, in the <laughs> office, um, Brittany was not allowed to talk in the morning. After a certain, nope, I was not allowed to talk in the morning because I'm a morning person and the 95% of the team is not. So I walk in. At like 7.30 in the morning, though I don't have Peppy's to be there at 9, and I'm ready to go, and they're all crawling in at 8, 9 o'clock, and they're just like, no, no talking. I would really like look at the clock and be like, all right, Brittany, I'll allow it. I'm good all morning. <laughs> it's usually like 11, almost 12 o'clock. <laughs> you give her like, do you hold up a sign? Go. Yeah. <laughs> The alarm clock goes off and I'm ready to go. Let's she go. was a really good sport, though. She really, like, would try not to talk in the morning. I really would. I'm really still trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going very well. I am failing hard. It's fine. So I have a question for everyone in this group. What is worse, a sick pet or a sick child? I can't put a sick child outside. Oh, <laughs> well, you can. I mean, you can. But it would be frowned upon. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know um, what? Let's not go there. For our company, our insurance is so great that, like, a sick child, it's like twenty dollars copay. But a sick pet, like that, pet insurance is going dog to make a dent. Pet insurance, Caroline. Pet insurance. You can't put a kid down. <laughs> oh my god! I had this talk with my dad earlier. <laughs> I'm just saying, like legally and ethically, you just can't do that. My... I don't think the state of South Carolina lets you do. South um, Carolina might. What is it? South Carolina most places you can't. What is it will. called? Probably will. 
Listen, depending on the county like something you live suicide, in, like... I'm sure there are some <laughs> bylaws that would allow you to put a child down. I kid you Bro, not. You come to you come to Dorchester <laughs> County, they're like, we don't give a fuck. Just yeah, as long as it's not a white male, <laughs> free game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess it just depends. Um, dogs or cats can't really tell you what's wrong with them when they're sick. So you just got to hope that it's just something that they're going to work through. And then with kids, you either have the one that's going to just die because they're sick. Or you have the one who wants to hang on you like a sloth. From a branch. Yes. So it's a toss up. I have one of those. I have one that wants to snuggle, which I absolutely love, but dang it, she gets so hot. Yeah. And not kidding, the other, not too long ago, when we had like a little COVID scare, so I was like checking their temperatures while they were sleeping. One of them, I kid you not, this is the one that we didn't have to worry about the scare, but she just gets so hot. She reaches a hundred and point three temperature when she's sleeping. Oh I know that's not like drastic no, that's because you know really ninety eight point six is typical. But I'm like sitting there, I'm like taking out her feet from the blankets and she's like trying to scoop them back in. I'm like taking the the blanket off her back trying to get some Jeez. air i'm like honey you were too hot freaking out and she goes it's cold i'm like it's not cold trust me you're like a sauna <laughs> the other one's just like all tucked in a ball and she's got a normal fever i'm like okay great she's not dying but this one over here Jeez. good lord so and that's normal apparently to her pediatrician she just runs hot when she sleeps i'm like note to self she needs like five fans blowing on her yes. during the year so um i don't know i guess it's a hope and pray that they're not that bad when they're sick i, I don't know i we're, used to work in an emergency vet clinic so i've seen it all between my kids and other people's pets and my own pets it's, it's like, a little easier know. once the kids can talk Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank the you. Little, yeah. The little babies yeah, are just you. like <laughs> you know, feel it's kind helpless. Of like a pet in that sense, you're like it's it's yeah. like a helpless, yeah, like so bad. Yeah. I, I, she was, I think, over two by the time she actually, or at least by the time we checked her, and she had had a fever when checking, and yeah, it, and I think Kelsey worked that night, so I'm just like at home by myself, freaking out, like, is she okay? But I mean, she was fine. It wasn't a big deal, but. In the moment, like the first time you check and see a fever, you're like, oh, shit, what do I do? <laughs> Have I told you the story when when John had a seizure when he was a little baby? Mm. He, oh, my uh, gosh, that mm, would freak me out. Yeah, and like I'm 19 years what old. What does that even look like? And so like he got his first round of vaccinations. And I don't know like that that can affect. I've had vaccination. I've had shots. Like it doesn't make me freak out. But when you're a little baby, I guess you're a little, it's a little more, you feel it more. Mm -hmm. And, um, we heard, we were in the, in the living room and we heard in the, in the, in his bedroom, like him kind of like scream. And so we go back mm -hmm. there and I pick him up and he's lifeless. Like his legs and his arms just fall. And I'm like holding them and I'm like, a teenager still and i'm like oh shit like i broke it like i knew it <laughs> like you already I have all these doubts this, but is john a human or a dog he is a human human <clears throat> he was oh, okay. he was our first okay. first child and so oh. um and so we call you know 911 and like at that time our mom was uh on the emt squad so she shows up and like I'm freaking out, kind of paralyzed. And, you know, they're like, it's okay. You know, they got him awake and everything. And um, he just had a seizure because of the vaccinations. Um, but they, you know, put him in the ambulance. My wife got in the ambulance and I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow. But I was in pajamas. So I went <clears throat> and I grabbed, you know, clothes off the floor that I'd worn and I put them on. I had shorts and, you know, a t shirt and I'm driving. And as I'm driving, I'm like, I smell, I smell cat piss. It was <laughs> really strong. And so I get to the hospital and the cat had pissed on my shorts and it smelled so <laughs> bad. And I'm like, here I am, this teenager who smells like cat piss with this broken baby. 
and the doctor comes in the uh the <laughs> practitioner comes in and like brings one of those uh things that you put in the room to hide the smell when you know people die yeah. they brought that in didn't help and the the, doc, <laughs> the doctor comes in the first thing he goes oh who has a kitty Oh, I felt so embarrassed. I just wanted to go home. And you, of course, you're there, you're at the hospital. You're there for fucking hours for some reason. Can you just fix my kid yeah. so I can go home and change, please? He's like, oh, he's going to be fine. Like, oh, my God. What a Aww. fucking fiasco that day Let's was. Let's talk about your cat, though. Oh, we don't have Is that cat anymore. Fuck no. <laughs> he put it outside. It wasn't. So this is one of those cases where it's the kid versus the animal and the kid. Versus. Absolutely. And But it was a male cat, not neutered. I think there was a little more in there than just pee because it was. Oh, he's like claiming his I was, territory. I was gagging while I'm driving. It's uh, bad. Oh, yeah. Never forget that. So close, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I want to uh, get to the point of the near the end of the show where we give a little shout out to somebody that's been uh, kicking ass in our lives. Um, this is for everyone but Kyle, since we're having one of those kind of episodes. Uh, so, Brittany, since you are, you're our guest, would you like to go first? Is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to who has just been rocking your socks lately that you think deserves a little bit of recognition? Um, <clears throat> well, other than, you know, my, my girls, who I think for the beginning of the school year are already rocking it out. Um, my two besties, L'Oreal and Tristan, we had a girls night last night. It was like an emergency girls night. It was needed. And they are literally just like the binds that hold me together some days. And so it's just, it's always nice to have them in my corners. So yeah. That's cool. The fucking go. wolf pack. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> It's not usually a good thing if all three of us are together drinking, but you know, it could be. L'Oreal said, Hey, I'm going to Brittany's. I'm taking this bottle of wine. I was like, Okay, I won't ask questions. Bye. Yep. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. And then she comes home at like 10 ish and she like left at 6 30, yeah, 7 o'clock. She, she's like, I'm headed home. I'm like, okay, I'm in bed. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> big it was good it was needed definitely one of those nights big nas what about you who who would you like to give a shout out to who's been just killing it in your in your life i would like to give a big shout out to um my life wife roommate co-worker best friend and sister rachel she's not on the podcast tonight, but she, um, I wasn't feeling great this weekend. I'm pretty sure I have IBS and she's been a really great big help with like taking the puppy out and giving me some puppy mom wisdom. So big shout out to my wife, Rachel. Way to go, Rachel. There you go. <laughs> um, I would like to give a shout out to a couple people. My dad, who is about to have hip surgery and who pretends to be interested in our podcast. I just appreciate <laughs> the fact that he, like, puts forth the effort to pretend. Because some people won't even acknowledge. But, like, shout out to him. Right? Um, <laughs> shout out to Philip. Not sure if he's going to listen to this episode. He said that he's listened to a couple, but that could also be but hates a lie. It. So sh shout out yeah. to him. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dennis in Ukraine. If you guys didn't know this, he is our uh, our like only Ukraine listener. So thank you, Dennis, for tuning in. Uh, if you don't know Dennis, Dennis was an exchange student. I went to school with Kyle, Philip, Logan, and I played soccer with us. Super cool guy. Uh, cool. And the fact that he tunes in and listens from Ukraine to our show is like super rad. So shout out to you, Dennis. And my final shout out is to my dog, Kyber. Happy birthday, Kyber. <laughs> Finally turned one. We're going to have a birthday party. We're going to invite 
all of his puppy friends and all his uncles and nieces. And if you guys don't show up, it'll really impact his life. So think about that. Rosie's already already. I would be there. I would be there. Yes no. Rosie already. I'm talking to more like Kyle and Wes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rosie's ready. She's gonna bring her pup cups. She's good. Got it. Yes. I'll bring my dogs and they'll murder everyone. Luna's <laughs> <laughs> uh, such There's a savage. Dogs. <laughs> God, I love it. I will I will shout out the wifey, but not the normal like wifey, you know, obligatory stuff you gotta say. Uh she's been adjusting to stay at home life and she found herself in a bit of a funk. Uh, but she recognized it and like worked and reflected and, and talked and, uh, she is, she's on the other side and, uh, it's just, it's just fun to watch people like recognize things in themselves they don't like, and then put effort in and fixing it. So that's a serious strength. Yeah. Definite. It's awesome. Personal growth. I'm all about it. Yep. Well, cool. That was fun, guys. That was fun. Uh well, thank you, Brittany, for joining us. Hopefully, it wasn't a total waste of your time; only a slight waste of your time. Absolutely. Big Nas, thanks for wasting your time with us. Thanks for wasting your time with us. Anytime, pick a topic. We'll we will definitely do it again, and yeah, it'll be cool. Wes, Kyle, as always. It's nice to see your faces. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Let's never end a show that way again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright you guys. Take it easy. Bye. See you guys Bye. next week. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>